Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Burt Show. All right, we haven't had, or have we officially introduced Jackson Kim to the Burt Show fam yet? Well, I mean, when he came on the very first time as a guest of the show, but this is going to be a different introduction. So Jackson now is going to be answering our phones. For those of you uh, that have been asking, Romeo was just sick of doing phones, to be honest with you. (laughs) So he hit us up one day and he's like, I'm sick of doing phones. And we're like, we totally get it. That is a really hard job, Jackson. Uh, You got to have a lot of patience, man. But he was just kind of over it, so he's not with the show anymore. He didn't leave on bad terms or anything like that whatsoever. It was sudden for all of us, but we're all still friends and I'm helping him try to find something else. But he's just, he was just kind of over it. So um, when Jackson came in here, he was so heard good. how awesome answering phones is. <laughs> he's like, I can't to wait it. to do this job. Dream job. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to pay for a therapy bills? Thanks. Honestly. So welcome to the show, dude. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. All right. Now, somebody pulled a gun on you. Is this recently? No, this was back in uh, my formative years, otherwise known as high school. Okay. I was 16 years old at the time um and actually before i get into this i want to make it very clear that i'm not replacing abby by the way for anyone that's concerned about this <laughs> people are really confused by that yeah do we yeah. want to try to explain this just really quickly again um so when jackson was in here a couple of months ago abby was only on the show for a couple of months and abby you got anxiety thinking that we were live auditioning jackson in front of you <laughs> to take your position right well somebody had made a comment about how he was looking for a job or he was changing up his employment and i was like oh they're bringing in this other guy and he's talking about switching up his job and it just I, my intrusive thoughts got the better of me yeah they did i, I was a catastrophizer in the moment, and I just thought, you know, I think they might be replacing me with Jackson Kim. <laughs> I mean, and here we are, like, for weeks telling Abby, like, this has been the most seamless transition we've ever had. You're doing such a great job, in your words. You're doing great, sweetie. Um, every single day. And then Jackson comes in here, and she's like, I really thought he was auditioning for my job. <laughs> so when we hired him as a phone screener, we had him actually sit in Abby's seat. So when she walked in, Jackson was already on her mic just to throw her off. And we carried the joke over to online, and Jackson Jackson's bio and like I made a comment on an Instagram post too like can't wait to hear him replace Abby as a joke like ribbing Abby because I guess but not everybody knew the joke yeah. so people are like Abby's taking off already right no, so, no it's not the case. I was over it he's not replacing <laughs> Abby as far as she knows <laughs> right. so back to the gun yeah sorry um so my girlfriend at the time um we went to different schools so didn't get to see each other too often and so uh, one day she texts me and she's like, hey, uh, I'm babysitting for my neighbor. Why don't you come over? And I was like, 
okay, cool. Um, I know it sounds a little scary and sketch because one, it is, but strange also, man coming into <laughs> yeah. a parent's home that they don't know about. I will make it very clear that I do not condone this behavior. It's very, <laughs> very dumb of me to do. It's um, a very high school thing to it, do. Extremely so. And so, you know, I get the text that's basically, "Hey, um, parents are gone, kids are in bed, come on over." And I was like, "All right, sweet." Um, to give you guys a little bit of a visual, so that it makes a little more sense, is um, they live in a cul-de-sac. And this cul-de-sac runs uphill, and the house that she's babysitting for is at the very top of this hill. And her house, where she lives, is right oh, next to like her. It's like Bluey's cul-de-sac. Can I see? <laughs> don't get me started on Bluey's cul-de-sac. It is like my dreamland. Sure. Imagine Bluey's cul-de-sac, okay? okay? Dude, it. no, you don't know. It's like the most perfect <laughs> cul-de-sac ever. And so I pull up, and being the smart 16-year-old that I was, I park like three, four houses down the street, and I walk into the house, and I'm like, all right, cool, we're good to go. Um, I'm there for not even 30 minutes when we hear the front door open, and we both look at each other, full-blown panic. I don't, None of us know what to do, and so I just pick up my shoes and bolt for the side door, and as I'm closing the door behind me, I hear, hey, who's that? And I close the door, and I just take off sprinting, um, jump into their backyard, and start sprinting like down backyards parallel to the road, and come out at the bottom of the hill looking up at this house. And I'm literally laying in some bushes. And <laughs> at this point, I realized that while I did, and I was still carrying my shoes, I had forgotten my phone, my car keys, my wallet, my jacket, everything. And it was wow. like a freezing cold of February day. <laughs> And I'm looking up at this house and I start seeing all the lights in the house upstairs, like one by one, turning on and off as if like this guy or someone was looking for me. Then I see someone come out of the house with a flashlight looking through their bushes in the front. And then this guy goes back inside. And my plan at this point was to wait here until I saw my girlfriend at the time go to her house and I was going to sprint up there, intercept her. She was presumably half my things and I would jump in my car and leave. Right. I'm waiting there for like 25 minutes and nothing's happening. And I'm like, all right, I got to do something at this point. So yeah, I start getting interrogated right now by the parents. Yeah, so I start walking up um, the sidewalk towards the house and my car is in between the house and um, me and this guy comes back out of the house and starts walking down towards me. So I get to my car before he does and so I decide to non-sketchily and very nonchalantly (laughs) lean up against my car. (laughs) Just a casual lean. (laughs) And it's like, you know, 10 o'clock at this point and uh, this guy goes, um, oh, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, good. And he's like, it's a little cold out here. Where's your jacket? And I was like, oh, I'm just waiting on a friend. And he goes, is this your car? And I said, yes. And at this point, my car behind me unlocks and all the lights turn on. Wow. That's a chess move right there, yeah, baby. Yeah. So I uh he goes, uh, let's take a walk. <gasps> so <Yeah>. no. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I there's nothing I can do at this point. It's not like I can get in my car. So I we walk maybe a house down the street. We get to this area where it's like not very well lit, and he stops and he turns around and he goes, Do you know what this is? And he pulls out a gun from his <gasps> waistband and points it straight at me. Oh my god. Did you say no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar. <laughs> walk me through this. <laughs> I completely just broke down. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I your your babysitters. I'm dating her, and I came over, and it was dumb. And we heard you come home, and I'm like just this blabbering mess. 
he puts it away, fortunately, and he gives me this big old lecture about how he literally could have and would have killed me, like, if I had done anything even scarier than that. And so we took a very long, awkward walk back Damn. to the house where his wife was there with all of my stuff in her hand, and I grabbed it all, and I got out of there. Points for not pooping yourself. Uh, and the real cherry on top of this whole thing was that, um, of course, we got in trouble for this, and the punishment that my girlfriend at the time, my ex, uh, had from her parents was her parents made her write my own obituary. Oh, <laughs> a solid wow. move for the parents. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Do you still yeah. have it? I think it got sent to my high school email. I was looking for it, and I don't know oh, if I Oh, we got to find that. So had they killed you or something like that? Yes, it was going like to be the if, <laughs> if the worst-case scenario had happened, this is what it would be. Because wow. he thought an intruder was yes. in his home with his kids. Exactly. What a struck. What a strong punishment. You remember that one. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, was, I was shook from that. Beautiful. Well played by the parents. Yeah. The Burt Show.